1: Kick 360 is back in Knoxville tonight, game night. Tennessee and Bowling Green, we are with the Fox and OutKick Tailgate Tour alongside Chad Withrow. I'm Jonathan Hutton. Koharski will check in from Nashville. Coming up in a, a couple of hours, Jerrell Casey announcing his retirement after 10 years in the NFL, 9 with the Tennessee Titans. PK checks in from that press conference. That's around 415 Central. Looking forward to a big show. Live guests on site as we broadcast live today at Uptown Bar and Grill right here on the heart of the street up in Knoxville. Chad, we are back, and college football is back
2: tonight. Hutton, it's a homecoming for me. I'm home. I'm wearing sunglasses today because I don't want the audience to see me cry throughout the show. There's a single (laughs) tear about to drop right now because I am so ecstatic and emotional to be back in my home, my alma mater, Tennessee. Yes, it's been rough for a little while in football, but my goodness, Hutton, the energy in this place right now is palpable. I'm sure the audience can hear it behind us. This place was packed, it had a line of people out Cumberland Avenue, which is right to my right right now, ready for bottomless mimosas at 1 p.m. here at Uptown Bar and Grill. Well, we're going to have the after
1: party here as well after the game, a VIP outkick party here at Uptown. Uh, We're back broadcasting live tomorrow as well. We're walking the the streets for lunch today, and Chad looks looks around, everyone out tailgating, getting ready for tonight's game, and you said Hutton,
2: this town deserves a winner. They need a winner. And I'm in it. It's been too long. You walk around, you see the passion of everyone here. Uh, getting ready for the game. So much orange around us right now, and it's not Bowling Green Falcon orange. I want to make that clear. (laughs) This is Tennessee orange in this place as we kick off college football season, and Hunt, we're doing it at the start of the Fox Sports Outkick Tour, which rolls to Charlotte after this.
1: Charlotte, and then next week in Fayetteville, the week after that in Gainesville for Florida and Alabama. Outkick and Fox along for the ride. We're taking you with us as uh, the bus tour is officially underway. Uh, We We've got the game tonight, Chad. We're going to preview a lot of Tennessee and Bowling Green throughout the show today. Coming up, there's 16 games tonight across college football, nine games tomorrow. Of course, a packed slate on Saturday. Sunday features Florida State and Notre Dame. Ole Miss and Louisville play on Monday night. And just like that. September is here. Fall weather is here. It's it's great to, to be able to walk around and know that football kicks off tonight.
2: It's one of my favorite sports days of the year. I'll say Saturday is my favorite sports day of the year with every game kicking off. But there was something different about waking up this morning, Hutton. We woke up in Nashville. A little bit cooler in the air. Weather is perfect here in Knoxville for this game. So many people. You mentioned 16 games on a Thursday night. Hell, I was watching Jacksonville State UAB last night. That's how excited I am for college football. I'm sure a lot of people woke up with the same feeling this morning. We're going to talk about a lot of these games throughout the show today. It's also going to have a very distinctive Knoxville flavor yeah. to today's show. We're going to have a big orange flavor with everything we're doing with a really cool guest list. Bobby Mays is
1: going to join us, uh, former ball on the hardwood, big in the AAU circuit
2: now. He'll be with us. He played with Kevin Durant in AAU. Yeah, Washington, D.C., uh, one of the great Bruce Pearl point guards at Tennessee, was on that team, though. The only elite eight team in tennessee basketball history bobby mays was the leader on that team looking forward to talking about him and some of the guys he's helped develop now
1: yeah clay travis with us coming up at 3:30 eastern uh we have wwe hall of famer and knox county mayor kane glenn jacobs who will be live on site with us here at uptown beyond that brad lampley Uh, is going to be on the show. That's around 4.20. Jeff Smith, former Tennessee offensive lineman, former Kansas City Chief, he'll be on site as well. Uh, J.P. Aaron Sibia is checking in a little bit later in the 5 o'clock hour. And again, PK will hop on Zoom as well. Uh, That's coming up in about two hours from now.
2: We started this morning. With, I, I is it a hey, quick shout out also? Yeah. Lance Lee, Levi, Jacob Swanson, getting everything set up here. Um, this is as chaotic of a show as we're ever going to do. I know. In uh, the setting, it's great, and I hope optically that our audience is enjoying what's behind us right now. We can't see a thing. All we see is Jacob Swanson giving us a big thumbs up <laughs> about what's behind us right now, but I will say, doing something in this environment with this many people around us, not easy, uh, and this team really got it done today, getting it set up. They
1: got here late last night, set everything up, double-checked things today, making it happen tomorrow. Uh, well, I mean, shout we out started
2: to- the day on camera well, for Clay Travis's documentary yeah, series. Yeah, I
1: was going to bring that up. So going deep with Clay Travis and Fox Nation, uh, they're doing a documentary series following following Clay around the college football tour, the SEC tour. And we started the day mic'd up on camera for that reality series, having a conversation on
2: the drive to Knoxville. We're, ho- we're hoping they selected the first half of the conversation and not yeah. the back half for actual air in the documentary. That is the hope. Uh, but we'll see. We don't know quite yet what they're going to pick. But it was a good time, and it got this trip started off right. And uh, again, what we hope to do is capture the energy right now of not just Knoxville, but all of college football getting started. And that's really encapsulated right here at Uptown Bar and Grill in Knoxville. Someone this morning placed a
1: $220,000 bet on Tennessee was to, not beat, to cover the spread at 35 and a half tonight. Just yeah, to be clear, it was not me. You're I'm taking Bowling Green plus the points, right?
2: Yeah, I think Tennessee's going to win easily, but I think 35 and a half is a lot of points. And I think the
1: Tennessee over/under for this game is in the 40. 44 points, I think, is what the offense is expected to put up according to Vegas. Yep. Uh, someone, someone nationally put up 220 grand, and consider that that is someone that's betting on the coach and betting on the program because we don't know anything about this Tennessee team. You're betting on the fact that they're coming in against Bowling Green's defense, which is second to last in FBS last season in defense, and that they're going to blow them out by 35 and a half or more. In that case, I mean, I was thinking to myself, if I had an extra 10 grand to put on any game, would it be this game? Would you bet on Tennessee to cover 35 and a half if you had 10 grand? Absolutely. Let alone 200,000?
2: I hesitated to bet on the Tennessee game at all, even though I went with Bowling Green in this game. But I think to say that Tennessee, first off, these guys that played offense for Tennessee last year. I know there's a lot of different guys. It was an offense that couldn't do anything. Now, that was Jim Chaney's offense, and this is totally different with Josh Heupel, but I still think it's a stretch in game one to think they're going to be a complete product and cohesive enough to put up what I think is going to be 50-plus. With Tennessee's defense, I still think it's going to take, even with a bad Bowling Green offense, it's going to take 50-plus to cover 35-and-a-half. I think it's difficult to predict that. Could happen. Uh, They could be a well-oiled machine in week one against this Bowling Green team. I just don't see it happening. Well, not to mention, if the game opens up
1: to that type of lead, aren't we going to see the backups? And in that case, what can be expected from the backup roster of this Tennessee team? That's why I'm hesitant to take the 35 and a half.
2: I could see a total backdoor cover with Bowling Green where there's backup defensive players in late for Tennessee and you get a couple of touchdowns or maybe a late touchdown by Bowling Green that makes it closer than the spread.
1: Uh, Hit us up on Twitter. Outkick 360 is where you can find us there. You can also join the YouTube chat uh, and subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're there. Hit the alert button so you know we go live each and every day across the Outkick network, 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central, and you'll be alerted when we go live at events like this at Uptown Bar and Grill. Chad, coming up, Bobby Mays is going to be with us. Uh, about 20 minutes from now, Clay Travis will join us live on site. We're in. We're sitting in the VIP area where the postgame party is going to be taking place here at Uptown we
2: got people already waving at us back here. They're excited for the game behind us, getting ready. We are ready, hunting for a huge hour. Bobby Mays, followed by Clay Travis in the 3 o'clock hour. We've got Kane coming by at 4 o'clock. Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs. we got a lot of cool things coming your way. We are just getting started. Hang with us. More coming from Outkick 360.
1: First, though, Outkick 360 excited to partner with Aurora Science. They've been with us now for a couple of weeks. I've been using their product for months. Aurora delivers your supplements where you need them the most, your body. And you're seeing vitallifescience.com on your screen right now. 15% discount for Outkick 360 season ticket holders. Just use the code OUTKICK360 at vitallifescience.com. Typical pills, capsules, not well absorbed. In fact, most are only absorbed in small, very small amounts. Your digestive system breaks those pills down until there's little left for your benefit. But here is Aurora, unique, cutting-edge, nutritional and absorbent supplements encapsulated in liposomes that ensure greater absorption in your body's bloodstream. I use vitamin C, vitamin D3, glutathione. and I took that this morning. Simple, single-use packets that I grab and go in the mornings. And Aurora supplements will also help you if you're a weekend warrior. If you take medication for high cholesterol, if you want the endless benefits from all of the supplements and vitamins, visit VitalLifeScience.com right now. VitalLifeScience.com. Use the code OUTKICK360 for 15 15- percent off. VitaLiveScience.com
3: told Outkick 360 man, is titles.
1: back from Uptown up there, Bar and up Grill. We are live in Knoxville. The tailgate tour kicks off here and college football kicks off here at Knoxville tonight where Tennessee takes on Bowling Green. Alongside Chad Withrow, I'm Jonathan Hutton. Bobby Mays, BFL, B. Mays Elite, he's with us. We're outkick 360. we got the VFL uh, swinging by all day here, Chad. And uh, we kick it off with Bobby. Time to talk some basketball. But where's the best tailgate spot today in Knoxville other than here? Where are you going after this? Got to go
3: on campus, uh, Gate 8, Lot 9, right there, right across from Neyland Stadium, where you can see the stadium, a lot of love, a lot of good people there. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to be. How you been, man? Good? I, yeah, I've been great, man. Blessed to be here, and uh, for the first football game on a Thursday night, what better way to kick it off? Yeah. Bobby knows a thing or two about loud
2: Tennessee fans, so <laughs> this setting behind you does nothing for you, right? Oh. You you played in front of louder
3: crowds than this come on man playing <laughs> playing kentucky playing kansas playing all the teams that we played against nothing gonna beat that but these fans are excited and pumped to be here uh you know, tonight, I mean, it's been a long week. I
2: can't wait to talk about B. May's elite and what you're doing with that. It's been very successful. But I am curious, Bobby, you know, you played for Bruce Pearl, who was very successful. You were on the one elite eight team in Tennessee history. But it's continued on uh, with Rick Barnes, a lot of that success. Uh, when you chose Tennessee at the time, Bruce Pearl had done some nice things, but it's not the basketball haven or blue blood you would think about. Coming out of Washington, D.C., what was it about Tennessee that, that drew you in with Bruce Pearl in the program
3: and are you surprised that they've been able to maintain it all these years with hiring Rick Lawrence? Yeah, one of the good things um, about coming to Tennessee at that time was they were just coming off a Sweet 16 loss um, to Ohio State. They had guys like Chris Lofton playing which I watched all the time on ESPN and you know when I had that opportunity you know early on I committed to Kentucky but when I got that call from Coach Pearl to see the Wayne Chisholms and the Tyler Smiths, I wanted to play with those guys. And I thought uh, we'd done a great job. I thought we had a chance to win a national championship, if you think about it. I think that last year we lost in the Elite Eight by one to Michigan State, and still no team has made it further. And so it was a beautiful place, but to see what Coach Barnes has done, uh, a lot of coaches came in, Coach Martin and, and, and others before him, but what he's been able to do has been amazing, and it's good to see the direction that the program is going in.
2: Well, and look, Bruce Pearl and Rick Barnes, obviously two very different personalities, but both very successful. And Bruce Pearl continues to be successful at Auburn. Um, You had a player in Jaden Springer come through your program that went to play for Rick Barnes. He's now in in the NBA. Uh, What is it about Rick Barnes and his program that's been set up for success at Tennessee and that draws players like a guy that you worked a lot with in
3: Jaden Springer in? Well, I think first, man, both coaches are terrific. And I played for Bruce Pearl and you know, what no coach that I'd rather play for in terms of, you know, allowing his guys to be themselves and things of that nature and I think he's done a terrific job at Auburn and we have a player in Devin Cambridge that's playing for him. I think what it is with Rick Barnes is he's coached so many guys that have made it to the next level. I mean, the most notable one might be the best player in the NBA and Kevin Durant who I grew up with and played AAU and things of that nature with, but to see what He's done with guys like Grant Williams, Schofield, Bone, and even Kyle Alexander, and then to have two first-round picks for the first time since Ernie and Bernie. That's like you know you know how long ago that was. Like I only I wasn't born till '86, so I wasn't born yet either. I was born in '82, right. so it's further back than that. Yeah, so to be able to do that and to have that speaks volumes and, and talks about what he's been able to do. And so I think anytime you get a five-star like Jaden. Springer to come in and still become a first-round pick through a COVID year. Don't see anybody wearing any mask out here tonight, today. But to, to go through everything that they went through and, and still make it to the ultimate goal, which is to be an NBA player, then you know a lot of guys want to play for them. You mentioned growing up with Kevin Durant. When did you know he was going to be special? Was it a very early age, or was there a moment or a time where you thought, okay, this guy is next level? Well, it was early on because he was the guy that never went to any of the parties as a kid. Everything he did was with a basketball. He was a kid right now that if he was in here, he would have, at 14, 13 years old, had a basketball in his hand, and he never – really cared about what others thought about him. He loved the game, and so I always knew that he would be a special player. I didn't know that he'd be the best player in the world considerably, but I knew that he would be great, and he was near success because of his dedication to the game, and so anytime you see a guy at that age not really have the, the Chuck E. Cheese life and, and, and parties and that nature, everything was about basketball. No spring breaks, no Destin, Florida. or Hilton. It was all about ball. And that was the difference between him. And even now, you see it, he's the same way. When you're playing travel ball, basketball, AAU at that high of a level,
2: it's a year-round commitment. So what you're doing with BMA's Elite, I'm assuming, is a year-round commitment with your teams. We were talking before this interview, Bobby, you've got 26 teams you're in charge of right now. How do you keep it all straight? Where does the organization come in with it? And is this, for your players, trying to make it to the next level, a year-round commitment for them with your team?
3: Right. Well, I think, first of all, you know, with the grace of God, just giving me the ability and the strength to do it because it's hard. It's one of the hardest things that you can ever do. But I think it comes from a strong place because somebody did it for me. And if it wasn't for my AAU program, the D.C. Blue Devils, and my coaches, there's no way I could have made it out of the environment that I grew up in And and it was that which led me to where I am today, which a lot of people don't understand. They just think AAU is about just playing. I spend more time talking to the kids about flushing the toilet, picking up their trash, how to become a positive influence, and how to be a good young man than we spend on the basketball court. And so it's a whole different mission that I think is Mr. Screw. And I don't understand why AAU basketball gets so much negativity when every college basketball player has one thing in common with the exception of a guy like Viscovy that played overseas they all play AAU the only way you could get exposure and a college coach could watch you play is if you play AAU and so that's where that comes from
2: well and you mentioned that AAU experience with Kevin Durant that we talked about was was there a role model in that program that you guys trained under played with played for that sort of showed you the way or did you see it as a
3: cautionary tale where I'm going to do it a different way well, I think it was Coach Rob Jackson. It was our coach that 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 enabled and, and showed us, took us on trips to Vegas and Atlanta. That gave us the vision to say we could do this, and it's players all over doing the same thing. Because if you just see Knoxville, and the only time you do is play against guys in Knoxville, well, you might be the best player here. But what about when you go to Las Vegas? Now you're not, and so now you got to come back to Knoxville and you got to put the work in.
1: Bobby May our guest. How much has name-image likeness changed the AAU circuit? We look at it from the high school and college and the transfer area. What's AAU like
3: with NIL? Well, right now we're just getting in the beginning stages of it. It's hard to know. It's hard to know where it's going, but I would love to be in these guys' position right now. I'm not sure the disadvantage that I think they have is this. And and, and young kids, if you're listening, please don't get upset with me. But because of social media, a lot of them don't have the communication skills that we had from before because everything is on their phone, and so a lot of opportunities. When I was in school, I would have went out and got them. I probably be at that Shell gas station right now saying, "Hey, what can I do to make some money?" Yeah. Those kids, a lot of them don't have that interperson uh, uh, interaction in them because everything they do is on their phone. How they talk to their peers, everything is phone, and so it'd be interesting to see over the next years as. This thing evolve and where things could go. Well, and from a university standpoint, it's it's hard to think that a
1: barbecue Took down Bruce Pearl when we're now looking at NIL.
2: And, and the By fact, the way, the look on Bobby's face, oh, right I know. now is knows exactly how I feel every time I hear barbecue. Well, I compare I you know, 15,
1: 20 years ago to now, and, and the landscape is completely different. Tennessee's doing an investigation right now where they're spending a million dollars in attorney's fees for really no reason because the NCAA is taking. They're, they're taking a step back in everything now. Uh, college sports in general, a completely new landscape for athletes. And now they have. They have, the, they have the power in high school, in college with the transfer, everything.
3: I feel so bad what happened to my coach yeah. for the barbecue that I put together a TBT team that was hoping to beat Purdue so we could play Iron Craft and Ohio State in the second round because practically because we beat them in the Sweet 16, they wanted to talk about a barbecue that happened that was absolutely no different than us being here and somebody giving us some wings burgers and fries and a man whole life has changed and family over that which still to me is bizarre and i would never understand it you never will understand it but it's amazing to see where the game is going and now it'd be interesting to see how much money can these guys make because already i think mikey williams is you know two or three million dollars up in high school so i'm hearing you know shell gas
2: station across the street i'm (laughs) hearing food that you would have received what would bobby mays have made if nil was legal in knoxville tennessee when you were a player with your
3: personality 'cause you would have gone out and solicited it. You would have worked for yourself. Man, you would have had the personality. I would have right? I would have I would have came up. They think Rocky Top will always be Home Sweet Home to Me was a song. I would have came up. I, with 10 of those songs and I would have been singing them for Zach Speeds on to everywhere down here and I would have made millions and millions of dollars because that's just the way I operate. So I'm just
0: going to duck in. Thanks for helping me make Tennessee basketball as good as you are.
2: All right, I appreciate. It. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, Uptown Bar and Grill, you can add a sponsorship of them. Also, yeah. OutKick,
3: you yeah. can add a sponsorship with that, everything. Yeah, yeah, Uptown, Uptown, I got you, all right? Just, just, just come on, send the NIL contract over, <laughs> and I'm even going to kick back to you all podcast for putting together the platform for me to be on.
1: Bobby Mays has been our guest. Best of luck in everything you're doing on the AAU circuit and beyond, man. And uh, let's let's tailgate. Let's hook up later at the tailgate tonight. All right, let's After do the it. Broadcast. Good All to right. see you, man. All right, you too. Bobby Mays has been our guest. You saw Clay. Clay Travis is here at Uptown. Clay joins us next on Outkick 360. Hang with us.
0: Where should I look? Just went straight ahead.
1: Outkick 360 across the Outkick Network live in Knoxville. Uptown Sports Bar and Grill is the place for the show. We're going to the game later, than the after party. Play Travis with us. We're going to talk about the tour in just a moment. He's actually tomorrow morning flying to Charlotte for Clemson and Georgia. And right now at FanDuel.com, new users, we always tell you, if you haven't joined FanDuel, we don't know why you haven't yet, but they're giving away free money to you right now. 30 to 1 odds. Money line bet. Right now, you pick either Georgia or Clemson.
0: $5 turns into $150. All you have to do is pick the winner. Don't even have to worry about whether Georgia or Clemson's going to win. I think Georgia is. $5 bet turns <laughs> into $150. Thanks, by the way. We've got a pretty monster crowd considering it's still pregame. Uh, people are getting sauced up. This is about as uh, good as it can get. By the way, fanduel.com slash clay slash outkick slash OK 360. All of them, you can get that offer.
2: Let me also say that the the woos that were just happening were way more pleasant than all the dudes we had behind (laughs) us before. Uh, There was a very aggressive tone to the guys that were behind us before. When they came in screaming, it was much less aggressive. Whatever's going on behind us right now, much (laughs) less aggressive than whatever was happening just 15 minutes ago. There's no doubt.
0: Uh, all right, so what do you guys got? Fire away. I don't guess I need the sunglasses right now. Well, are we gonna go? what let, it's, let's first start with the— like hot
2: seat now.
1: What are we going to go? Let's first start with the tour itself. So you're headed to Charlotte. Next
0: week, you'll be in Fayetteville. The week after that, you're in Gainesville. Can we announce the fourth stop? I'm supposed to announce uh, the fourth spot. First of all, I want to see what happens on opening weekend to see okay. uh, whether the games that we expect to be as important by week four are. Uh, but I'm supposed to be announcing— starting Wednesday, then, uh, well, the, the Wednesday before on Fox News. So uh, with the uh, Fox and Friends, I'm on every Wednesday morning, uh, and uh, so that will be the place where we announce after the first three stops. But here, Charlotte, Fayetteville, Gainesville, uh, we're going to have a big Madden cruiser. I haven't even seen the bus. It's parked right now in Charlotte. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to see I can't wait. You have a you have a TV crew following you too. We Fox have Nation. right now I am doing 6 different <laughs> shows. Uh, we're going to do we're doing a SEC football show which is uh, which is being filmed right now uh, we have got I'm doing Sean Hannity show from outside of Neyland Stadium here uh, a little bit later uh, we've got Fox Bet Live which I'm doing at 5 on FS1 uh, we've got the hits on Fox News we've got uh, the uh, this sh- uh, the outkick show that I do uh, and then uh, also Clay and Buck which is the biggest radio show in the country so it's a busy time I can't even keep up with everything FanDuel
1: I saw this from FanDuel this morning someone has placed a $220,000 bet on Tennessee to cover tonight minus 35 and a half 220k
0: 220 it's not me That um, was gonna my first question I mean, you, you've you? got the cash flow now to do that I if could you, bet if you
1: had 200 an extra
0: 200 grand and you do would you bet it on Hypo and the Vols tonight no no Tennessee has only covered more than 35 once in the last six years So if I were betting right now, I think they call the dogs off late. I would take Bowling Green, although I think the number, the last time I checked, the number was out to 37 some places. So money is coming in on Tennessee, which I think is a function, frankly, of how bad Bowling Green is, but also some optimism that the Tennessee offense is going to have some
1: success. When's the last time against an FBS opponent, Chad, that they've been favored by this much? You know? 37 uh, points. Georgia State? I
0: mean, I don't know.
2: It's, they lost. I think they yeah. were like
0: 28
1: points. Yeah, it
2: wasn't yeah, that high.
0: Georgia State.
2: It's it's hard to know. I'm, I'm not sure. It's It's it, been it would, a while. It would have
0: probably been an Austin, no, no offense, an Austin P. somebody who's outside of FBS. Yeah. yeah. That would have been that big of a well, favorite.
2: Athlete. And I, I'm curious, Clay, because now you're hosting a political show every day on radio. Have you lost any of your energy for sports? I know of those six shows you host, some of them are still sports shows, but do you find yourself more out of the sports loop? And this brings you back in with a tour like this or are you always I don't, in it I don't think I look sports
0: has always been to me what I think it should be for most people a healthy escape for the serious things that are going on in most people's life so no matter what you're doing I think I'm gonna care as much come Saturday and Sunday as I ordinarily would uh no matter what my real job was So, if anything, I'm more excited for college football because I don't necessarily talk about it as much. Same thing for the NFL because I don't have a three-hour daily sports show like I did. I've got a three-hour whatever-the-biggest-story-in-the-world-is show.
2: So you wrote Dixieland Delight 2006, 15 years ago. You're going back on another tour of SEC venues. Is there a specific spot you're most looking forward to getting back to based on a 2006 experience? Or maybe even redeeming yourself somewhere where you didn't perform well? No,
0: look, I think... baton rouge is pretty phenomenal i'm excited about that i'm excited about being back vaccination at checks at, at lsu at some point it's gonna I'm be not tough gonna, to get in right i'm not gonna go in the stadium at lsu okay. i had covid i haven't been vaccinated for it um which by the way means according to an israeli study i'm 27 times as safe as the people who actually got vaccinated but uh
2: i also uh first mention of any israeli study on the show by the way uh,
0: just happened after i got my um, after i I got my COVID antibody test. I got home and uh, I put on on Alexa the Survivor song. And then, so when my wife walked back in uh, from uh, from being out, she didn't know I'd gotten an antibody test. And she was like, "Why are you listening to the Survivor by yourself in the kitchen?" I said, "Well, I'm a COVID survivor."
2: Was it the Beyonce Survivor song, yeah. or was it like the band Survivor, <laughs> no, The right no. Tiger? The Survivor, okay, okay, that one.
0: Um, so uh, she like, yeah. So I'm a COVID survivor. Nice. Which
2: basically makes me a hero. Congrats. Yeah. Um, You've done so much for the youth of America. You should really feel proud of yourself. I I mean, look behind us. There's so much of the youth of America behind us. one thing we need
0: to work on. We've got an incredible apparatus here. I mean, it looks like we could run, you know, like we could probably do a better job of Afghanistan withdrawal with this gear (laughs) that we have here than Joe Biden did. But the one thing we don't have is we should be broadcasting our audio out so everybody in the bar can hear it on the porch. That's the one thing. Like, I always try to think, hey, what would I want? Like You're taking guys notes that are here.
2: They can't really hear what we're talking. about. No one about. has any clue what we're talking about. Yeah. I can barely hear you. I know. With the it's noise out, there's lots of people here. So that's the
0: that's the note to make about the remote shows. We need to make sure that we can broadcast our audio to the crowd here, even though there's thousands of people watching all over the country. Probably makes sense that the people who are actually here should be able to hear us. Do too.
2: you think someone's actually jotting down a note right now when you make that? Given that you're president of Outkick, somebody it should be. Somebody better be. Is someone do I don't see any notepads out. Uh, uh, I mean, right he's now. writing right there. There's Lance, lots of people Lance writing down. Yes. Lance's got. I agree uh, with you, by the way.
0: I mean, this is an incredible setup. But that's the one thing we don't have that we should have, and we will have the next time we do this. Can BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF save the Big 12? I don't think they can save it, but I think it's a smart move for the Big 12 to add those four. I mean, that's what I predicted they would do uh, because it doesn't make up for Texas and Oklahoma, but it does as good of a job to potentially make up as you could do once Texas and Oklahoma left. So I'm not surprised at all about that. Legal ramifications.
1: How quickly can Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC? Everyone's saying
0: 2025. It's well, going to be a before then, right? I mean... You can do anything. With you just have to be willing to pay for it. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, people are like, oh, they've got a contract saying X or Y. Yeah, everyone's pointing to attorneys in this, which I'm sure are involved. But yeah. it can happen next year? It could. It could happen uh, as soon as next year. And I think that depends on, frankly, how quickly, let's say, BYU, Houston, Houston Central Florida, and uh, Cincinnati could all begin to play. I think it's in the best interest of the Big 12 to get to 12 again sooner rather than later do you think we're going to an all SEC schedule eventually no is that what saying No, wants? I, don't, I don't I don't think that uh, I don't believe that the budgets would work because most SEC uh, schools need to average seven and sometimes they need to have eight home games in order to make their budgets. yeah and so if you went to an all SEC like right now there are four SEC road games and four home games that leaves every school with at least seven home games, but also the potential to have eight every other year. So I don't think the finances would work on an SEC-only schedule. If you're the Big
1: 12, are you calling up Sankey trying to do the alliance reverse, where you have... SEC schools that will schedule Big 12 teams. That way you get a part of that gate. You get a part of the revenue. Are you trying to buy into the SEC even though you hate them right
0: now? No, I I think uh, look, the games that I would care about if I were Sankey are Clemson, South Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Uh, Texas A&M, Texas will now be a conference game. Florida, Florida State, in-state ACC versus SEC is a bigger deal than in any of the Big 12
1: games. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State really is the only one that comes to mind.
0: Yeah, that'll matter for them, but I expect Oklahoma State will need that game more than Oklahoma will, so I would expect that Oklahoma State would try to make it happen.
2: Clay, do you expect Urban Meyer to be a success in the NFL, and what did you make of the response to his honest assessment that COVID vaccination status does matter to him because the NFL has made it difficult if you're not vaccinated? What should matter is not only
0: COVID vaccination status, it's whether or not you had COVID, right? So COVID, Should there be a time limit on that in the last 12 months? I think months? it should be. If the NFL were being smart based entirely on the data, we wouldn't be talking about vaccinated versus unvaccinated. We'd be talking about immune versus non-immune. Does it make sense if you have a choice and two players are completely even and you're trying to decide who should be on your roster, if they're truly even, I would take the immune player. But immunity can be either natural, like I'm naturally immune to COVID now because I had it, or it could be vaccinated immunity. So, but I also understand, uh, you know, Urban Meyer needs to know what the rules are, and the NFLPA wants to uh, potentially investigate. I think Urban Meyer is smart, but the NFL, you're a success if you have a great quarterback. So, to me, the question isn't, will Urban Meyer be a great coach? It's, will Trevor Lawrence be a great quarterback? Because if Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback, Urban Meyer is going to look like a great coach. If I had to choose great NFL coach or great NFL quarterback, I'm taking great NFL quarterback every time. It seems to me that Brady versus Belichick, at least for now, has been decidedly decided in favor of Tom Brady. And I think that is the overall legacy and story of the uh, of the NFL right now. I've noticed
1: the, there's a trend, and I don't think it's, it's on purpose. Nationally, no one's buying the Titans. Like, no one thinks they're actually making the run. They're not putting the Titans with... Kansas City Buffalo even Cleveland right now they're still throwing Baltimore in the mix I watched Fox Pitts live you're, you're always pushing the Tennessee Titans part of its tongue-in-cheek
0: because of where you're broadcasting from do you really buy into them this year? well nationally I think what it's about is we're talking about quarterbacks Ryan Tannehill has never been the reason that the Titans want to play off you. Right. Period. He hasn't been. Now, they've won playoff games with Ryan Tannehill. They went to the AFC Championship game. But I think nationally, most people believe the Titans are driven by Derrick Henry. He's the engine that drives the team. And rushing attacks don't typically right now win Super Bowls. And so that's the reason. It's not necessarily against the Titans. It's a lack of faith in Ryan Tannehill. And frankly, the story for Ryan Tannehill would be different if he were the Titans' first-round quarterback, but he failed in Miami. And once you fail in the NFL, it's hard to convince people that you are uh, that you are capable of being an elite quarterback. So I think that's, and plus the defense was garbage. Oh, that's the issue. Yeah. The, the defense was so horribly be, bad. I think they're going to be better this year. Are you buying the balls? Now or we way were, you back up with Heifel. Tennessee is going to go between. 5-7 and seven and 7-5 seven and this year. 90% chance they'll be somewhere in that range. Could be 5% above, could be 5% below. Uh, and it's not this game, which they should win against Bowling Green tonight. Next week against Pitt. Uh, it's Pitt, it's Ole Miss here in Knoxville, it's at Mizzou, and uh, those are the three games to me that'll decide whether they're 5-7 and seven or 7-5-ish. Seven and
2: five-ish. Is Scott Frost Sucking at Nebraska, one of the bigger surprises yeah, of the last
0: five years? I think so. Uh, I think just based on what happened at Central Florida, I can't believe that he's 12 and 21 so far that he has had the level of failure in the Big Ten at Nebraska. I mean, he was the saving grace. And I think if you're a fan of uh, Nebraska, this is a brutal result because you thought or at least hoped that (laughs) you thought or at least hoped that you were going to be able to win. He was the savior if Scott Frost can't do it in Nebraska. Who came, it used to be like if Peyton Manning suddenly came back to Tennessee, took over as head coach, everybody was ecstatic, and then he fell on his face. Harbaugh's falling on his face, saving grace, and now same thing has happened with Scott Brown.
2: Self-imposed death penalty is the only answer at that point for that program. It's tough. Yep.
0: There's no doubt. Tell the net.
1: Tell the nanny story about how Clay has his nanny as a uh, a setting.
2: She's uh, setting his schedule. The audience will love this. Clay and I have been friends since 2007. And we text and call each other maybe once a week or so. We're not like you know pen pals or anything, but we will communicate. Well, now I'm starting to get messages from Clay's nanny slash assistant with Clay's schedule, and she even introduced herself as Katie, nanny slash assistant of Clay Travis. What's happening? Which is, is one of the first off one of the more difficult titles, that any of the two hats. Two of the most difficult hats any worker could ever wear. Also, one of the worst possible titles that someone could I think
0: that's an amazing title, first of all. So what's happened is we have three boys and they're all in school now. And so Katie has gone from taking care of the three Travis boys, our young kids, to now transitioning into being in charge of my schedule. So, I mean, I kind of ran through it, but I can barely keep up on a day-to-day basis with all of the responsibilities and obligations I have. So even how were you going to get to Knoxville? Like, we had to get that planned out. Like, so with this bus tour and everything else, Katie is now helping to maintain my logistics. I said it's only a matter of time, so you're going to start getting phone calls, and it's going to be like, "Can you please hold for Clay Travis?" Like the
1: president? Yeah, yeah. that's what we're. I'm going to know Katie's here.
2: voice, not just her text. But that's going to be. Please hold
1: for Clay here. Travis. I, I know. Clay, I know Clay. Clay, can Clay. Can talk to you in two minutes. Just hold for him. Please. I know you've reached a, a completely different level, when even Chad Withrow can't get your attention. Yeah, uh, like that,
0: that's different level.
2: If I ever get that call, by the way, I'm probably going to hang up the I first be, time. If it says, "Please hold for Clay Travis," but,
0: one of the biggest challenges now is just my radio show is on in the middle part of the day so the number of texts that i get and details that i'm trying to manage while we're doing 3 hours of live radio is different i didn't like getting up at 4:15 but it was a uh, it was a tough thing we got the mayor himself here yes. about to swing on with you guys i didn't like getting up early in the morning but when i got up early in the morning i was on before everybody else woke up and so i had a little bit more control of my schedule but you know, now we're basically in a frenzy all day long every day. We've got Kane behind us.
1: Yeah, Glenn Jacobs. Not every day you
2: can say that. Need By the him. way, the Undertaker's right over here. Also, <laughs> yeah. it's weird enough. He just ordered something at Panera. We need. It was shocking to see. We them.
0: need him to uh, take somebody out with a steel chair. here yeah. For all this well, I've to had table. four
2: different people ask for a choke slam. That was going to be here from him. I don't think he's going to be doing that. There's some liability that could be involved. I love the tie. He's it's ready a to great, roll. It's a great look. Yeah. 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 We are
1: just getting started on the OutKick Network as well. It, it's growing. It's expanding. We've got the new studio space, 6th and Peabody, downtown Nashville with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. you got to come check that
0: out. Yeah, that I, I haven't even been able there. to come see that, but we've got a large collection of talent that's going to be coming in. Um, I'm excited for this bus tour. Yes. For people out there, uh, I'm exci- I think we're going to be in Nashville for part of the bus tour. I'm excited to get to meet people. We're going to be doing live television. I'm part of the Fox Big Noon kickoff show. Uh, so Saturday morning I'll be on that with Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, uh, Rob Stone, Brady Quinn, I think I hit every man, Bob Stoops, um, and then Fox and Friends in the morning. So it's going to be an awesome fall. You guys are going to be a big part of it. Um, and really, I you know I don't think there's any stopping us now. I mean, it's it's Outkick is becoming a runaway train in a good way. Hopefully not the kind of runaway train that goes over a bridge and lands <laughs> River.
2: Oh it's it's the runaway train you're seeing in front of you, not right now. Yeah, not the kids chugging behind us. That's By a different way. type of runaway right. train. I yes.
0: gotta say this too. We got a. There's a tremendous crowd here. So if you're uh, listening to this or watching it, and you're going to be in the Knoxville area, you guys are on here until six. Right, so you yeah. have two more hours at the, you know, till six Eastern. And then after the game, we're going to be back here as well. And I know there's probably a lot of people on the road right now. Probably some people streaming us on their way uh, up to uh, up to Knoxville. Probably a lot of people who are in hotels or uh, condos, Airbnb wherever you might be. Make sure you come by. We're on the strip. But I was going to say, is there a better job than being a cop on a game weekend? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who gets paid to just stand and look at all the people coming in? Check IDs. You know, I mean, it's an
2: incredible. Yeah. You get on like the bar beat, yeah. you're the guy at the bar that College everyone goes town. to. That's, that's College not a bad town It's tough
0: to beat.
1: By the way, the last time Tennessee was favored by this much, you're dead on. It was Austin P. Justin Worley was the starting quarterback. It was also the last time Tennessee played a game on pay per view. Well, it that was a it's, long time it's, time ago. 2013 was the last Coach time. It Jones'
0: first game. 2013.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. A long time ago. Clay, good to see you, man. Great Uh, to see you guys.
0: Excited about the game tonight, excited about kicking off this tour. You guys are doing great work. I encourage everybody not only uh, to check out tonight, but to come see you guys' new studio uh, downtown in Nashville. I've heard it's awesome. Sixth in Peabody, yep. right? Um, right downtown. You can't go wrong. And uh, Kane himself is going to be <laughs> there in just a moment. From Clay yeah. to Kane. Yeah. yeah. By yeah, the way, so Bobby football. Mays done a good job bringing in UT basketball
1: talent.
2: Yeah. he was. He's done a great job. Yeah. He was really good on air, too. That's awesome. He
1: Thanks is Clay Travis. Coming up, Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs joins the show. Outkick 360 rolls on live from Knoxville. Hang with us. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day and give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.